Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is Pastor Frank here, and I am just so pleased to let you know that I want you to hear what I have to say. I'm not doing this out of obligation. I, I, I've been called to this. You know, my wife and I, we started in the Lord back in 1975, really, and we were part of the Jesus Revolution, and we were affected by these hippies on our college campus, and they were just free. I'm telling you, they, would, they were talking about God and praying and raising their tambourine, and we were pretty conservative in our denomination, but when I got desperate enough, I wanted the Holy Spirit, and I wanted the change because I didn't want to be like that. And when the Holy Spirit came in, and I'm talking to you, this, this series is on the Holy Spirit, and I'm talking to you about this, and I want you to know that God does move in powerful ways through his Spirit, and we're born from above of the Holy Spirit, but we are also baptized in the Holy Spirit. And, and in some ways, if you're a denominational Christian, the, your baptism served as you know, your entry into or initiation into the body of Christ, but the confirmation when you were confirmed is when you receive the Holy Spirit, you become a soldier for God. And we're talking about that all this series and, and about how John said Jesus baptized in the Holy Spirit with power and they received it and then they understood it and then they preached it. And we talked last week about power, love, and of a sound mind. And this week, we're going to go even deeper in the Holy Spirit. And stay with me and go back and look at things and try to understand this. We're going to talk about the gifts of the Holy Spirit and how desperate we need them. I know when I got baptized in the Holy Spirit in 75, I needed the gifts of the Spirit because I wasn't really mature. And that gifts and fruit are different. Fruit is maturity, change of character. But gifts are gift given because God needed you to have it in that moment. And the best gift is the gift you have when you need it. And he was so gracious unto me to gift me or to be around people who had the gifts of the Holy Spirit in operation. And so let's read it and we'll begin to talk about them. This is from 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verses 4 through 11. Now there are different gifts, but the same Spirit. There are different of it, differences of administration, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of operation, but the same God, which works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man for the profit with all. It's for others, really, more than for you, but those gifts will splash back onto you. For to one is given the, the uh, Spirit, the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge by the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another the gifts of healing by the, the, the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophesy, to another discerning of spirits, to another diverse kinds of tongues, and to another the interpretation of tongues. But all of these work in the one and selfsame Holy Spirit, dividing to every man severally as he wills. And that's really what it's all about, that you're walking in the Spirit, you're living in the Spirit, you're around other people, the community of believers are in the Spirit, and then these gifts are manifested as the Holy Spirit wills for the edification of the body of Christ, to edify, to encourage, you know, the believers. So I want to tell you about a word that was given to um, my wife and I, and actually, and the interpretation, uh, but I was so new <laughs> to all of this that, you know, I didn't know what was going on, but I knew that I wanted it. I wanted the power of God. And 
So they prayed for me at the convent. Uh, it was the Saturday before I would be leaving for college, uh, like January 2nd, I would be leaving the 3rd. Uh, of 1976, and but I had been going to prayer meetings in 75, and but this is what happened: is that I didn't really get any gifts when I was prayed for that morning, and that evening I was going to get a hamburger, and I knew the next day I'd be leaving for college, and I knew that I needed power to have the victory. That I was miserable, things weren't going right, and to overcome and to complete what God wanted for me, I had to really have this power. So I remember crying out to God, and if you need power, he will hear your cry. And I just, I just, I want everything that you have, you know, give it to me. And all of a sudden, I just bursted out in this tongue. And I didn't know what I was saying, but I knew enough to turn off the road and go to this parking lot of this junior high school. And I just, it was just such a forceful tongue. It was like, wow, what's going on? And then came this like interpretation. See, I know that now, but I thought it was like a prophecy. But I think it was a tongue with an interpretation that I would be a leader in the church. And I thought, well, how's that going to happen, you know? And and then he said, in six months. And I said, well, in six months, how, how does how do you become a leader? Like a, I was thinking like a bishop or something. <laughs> it took me forty six years to become a bishop. But what I want to tell you is that I received it. And it's true, I, I, I grew in the Lord, I went to prayer meetings, and I was filled with the Holy Spirit, and I was loving God and the Spirit at college, and I was working at this hospital that summer, six months later, and telling everybody in the operating room about Jesus, but they loved it. It was inter interesting, all the interactions I was going with my wife Peggy to prayer meetings, and and bringing everybody we could to the Lord. And so we lead even before we're really mature and know exactly what we're doing. But just get out there and do it. But cry out to God like I did, and he will fill you with his Holy Spirit. And the next time I want to tell you about is when Peggy and I were engaged and we were preparing for marriage, and we went on a three-day fast. She was still at college. I was at home working. And um, at the end of the fast, that third day, uh, I was at home, it was May, and I went to, into my mother's um, breezeway. I was still living at home, we would be married in October. And I was just praising God and we broke fast and all of a sudden this anointing came on me, up my arms, my legs, it was like electricity. You know, God's powerful. And this word came that the love, the love, the love that would fl flow through Peggy and I would lead the multitude, the multitude, the multitude to Christ. And it has been a guiding light for me. And one time I forgot about it because it's 45 years ago. And so about 20 years ago, he asked, what do you want? And I would say all kinds, and, no, and I said, oh, you want me to want the multitude. You have to want the words of God that are spoken over you. And I began to take steps and actions to get me out of my comfort zone to go for that level. And that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. I want to reach the unknown and the unseen. So please pray for me and Peggy as we reach out and do this. And you be obedient to anything God has spoken to you in Jesus' name. And thank you for listening. Tell a friend about the program. And I want you to tune in next week. Bye for now. On behalf of Frank Julian Ministries, we want to say thank you so much for listening. We upload podcasts every Thursday on Roku, YouTube, and audio podcasts, so make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out. 
If you need prayers or seeking a prayer community, we're here for you. Come join us on our Facebook page, Love, Prayers, and Healing Podcasts with Pastor Frank. See you next week.